everyone. Welcome to Home From Home, a podcast where we answer your questions with our experiences and questionable advice. We're just two guys who like guys but love God. This is a safe place for real conversation. We'll talk about the highs and lows of life as a disciple with added baggage. Can we help you with that? Welcome to your Home From Home. We're back to discuss your questions on figuring out whether you could be same-sex attracted or not. We give some practical tips and discuss wider topics of labelling and identity. Stick around and welcome to your home from home. Welcome back. Oh my goodness. I feel like every time we say this, but it has been a while. (laughs) It's been a while, but we're here. We're back in the house. Yeah, we're here. It's very cozy. Yeah. Super cozy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the heating's back on. Yeah. It's very good. What have you been up to since our um, little um, hiatus? <laughs> yeah. Um, just at the end of my semester for the first year of my master's. And um, yeah, it's been busy just with my s- submissions. Really, most of it just comes down to these big submissions at the end of the year. So I'm just finishing those up doing like my final illustrations and stuff like that for for my project so which can feel like a lot of pressure because you really want to make your project look good so you want your drawings to look really nice so um yeah i'm just spending a lot of my time on photoshop and um yeah but i i do enjoy it i enjoy this stage more even though it's a bit more stressful but yeah basically taking up all my time yeah so. you seem to be someone who who like thrives under pressure yeah i either thrive under pressure or i gain a weird kind of uh strange sense of like comfort in in pressured states i think i don't i don't like i like to keep busy which um yeah maybe is an avoidance but maybe that i should get i should deal with that in therapy but uh yeah it's fine this summer will be a great healing time. And I do believe I'll have a new summer personality once my exams are done. So yeah, would yeah it be, I'm looking forward to that. Will it be closer to a Greece personality, you think? Yeah, 100% uh, Greek Greek personality. My first job is to renew my tan uh-huh. and then just start speaking in a foreign language again would be ideal. Yeah. So Have you kept up with your yeah. Greek or no? A little bit here and there on Duolingo, you know, that owl is always threatening me, but yep. um, not too much. I keep accidentally switching into Greek on my laptop, which isn't helpful sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But- <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to learn a language, you know, forced immersion. Yeah, I guess. But then problem is I'm trying to do like commands and stuff on Photoshop and then I'm using like I don't know, like Greek alpha and stuff instead of A, and and then it messes it up. The Greek commands are different. Apparently. Oh. So, um, but yeah, how are you? Oh, you man. You said you have um, your baby shower next week. Yeah, we're planning baby shower. We're doing all the things. I don't think the podcast, like I said, guys, it's it's been a while. Um, so it is. I can officially share with the world that we're having a boy. Which is so exciting. I'm unbelievably excited about the fact that we're having a boy. And his name is going to be Emmanuel. So that's very, um, sorry, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Emmanuel Emmanuel Israel. Um, So 
we're super excited. We're planning a baby shower. We're doing all of the the thing. The baby shower is going to be in a few weeks. And it's just, oh my goodness. It's <sighs> planning a baby shower is crazy. I'm not even doing a lot of the planning. My wife is doing most of the planning, but still. <laughs> Bless her because she's pregnant in school and planning <laughs> a baby shower. I don't know how she does it. She's my superhero. Like, I don't know how she does half of what she does. Why are baby showers called showers? Um, you know, I think it's because you, you're you showering the people with gifts. I don't know. Nice. Okay. I, That's I would, a good kind of shower. Yeah. Yeah. We, oh my gosh, people have been coming through with the gifts. We sent out our registry and almost everything is being bought, which we're just so happy because then we don't have to pay for anything. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I love that. We were starting to feel really bad because um, obviously we had just gotten married not long ago. So the same people who are buying us these expensive baby shower gifts a few months before were just buying us our expensive wedding gifts. So, Well, I guess they're probably thinking they're done now. Yeah, they're like, that's it. No more gifts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> super exciting. Um, I'm peaking oh, early, apparently. Living the dream. Living the dream. But I'm so happy to be here Living with you guys. the dream. So happy to be back in yeah. the house. We are back. And today we'll be answering your questions. We're throwing we it back. Missed dearly. We've been getting a few really cool questions from you guys. Just another reminder, please, please, if you want to continue listening, send in a question. Send in a new question because we require engagement and your thoughts and stories and feelings and confusions and everything so we can have things to talk about and so we can just be yeah more connected and involved with you guys so yeah. please stop what you're doing and pen a question the links in the bio you know where to find it yeah yeah give us content please <laughs> yeah please <laughs> um do you want to i think we're we're pairing up the the first two together because they address the same thing yeah let me read through them um the first two questions again we're combining them so the first one says hello i'm a teen disciple from the philippines Ooh, philippines wow and things are quite confusing at this new stage of life and i'm wondering how do i know if i'm really struggling with same-sex attraction or if i'm just overthinking things so mm. we have a question about how do we know if we're same-sex attracted or if we're just confused. And then the next yeah. part of that question is, this is a different question from a different submitter, but we're combining the two. I've always felt a certain way with one of my best friends from our campus ministry. She was the only female best friend I had back then because I felt awkward around girls my age and I was more comfortable <laughs> with being with guys. I tried to brush it off because I thought that it was normal but as I made more female friends over the years, I realized that it was just with her I felt this certain way. And over time, I feel it start to grow. I told my parents and teen mentor about it. And although they were very reassuring and kind, they also told me that it could just be confusion come, that comes with being a teenager. So my question is this. How do I know if I'm really just confused or if I'm same-sex attracted? So again. How do we know if we're same-sex attracted or if we're just confused? That is a great question. Thanks for asking, guys. So 
Um, it looks like one of you is a teen in the Philippines, and the other is maybe in your yeah, and you're in campus ministry. So I think they're a teenager um, as well, Topher, because they're saying, "Is this confusion that just comes with being a teenager?" Oh, right, okay, yeah, no, that's true. I mean, maybe, technically, yeah, so maybe they're just friends with someone in campus. Yeah, they're just friends with. I mean, teens in campus, students can be friends. Yeah, you can. Okay, so it's just young people, and so I understand. And this is a great question, I think, especially for when you're going through your teenage years, because I do think we change, and it is a really kind of weird time um, in our teenage years. Like you have puberty going on, which means loads of like changes in your body, but I think like significantly, you have a lot of hormonal changes. Um, which um really do affect things like i don't know like yeah like things like your sex drive and um and your identity and all these things so that really does happen a lot as a teenager so is it like wrong for it to feel confusing like and or is that not normal like no like that's completely normal that's completely understandable um you're going to start you're going to f- I feel like as a teenager, so many of my thoughts were just brand new. Like I can, I can really understand why it can then that chaos of being a teenager can then make it confusing when questioning sexuality, because it's hard to like pick it apart, right? As to like what's what's what and and where does it come from? Um, but yeah, what do you what do you think? Like how how can they tell? What's the difference? Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to just re-echo what you said, um, Topher, for a sec. Like, your teenage years and even your college years, like, as you get into college, like, it's so normal to be questioning everything. <laughs> like, you question everything. You're like, everything's mm. new. You're having all these feelings. You have hormones. Like, you're trying to figure out who you are, what you believe. like. Man, I I was I just feel like all through high school I was a hot mess. Like and then the glow up started to happen a little slightly after call like middle of my college like once I went to uni, like that's when the glow up started to happen a mm. little bit when I felt a little bit more settled, but even then like come on glow up. You know, like honestly, let's be honest, my glow up probably happened post grad school. <laughs> once I was in grad school, I started being like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I believe. But I mean, you're changing. Everything's changing. Your identity's changing. And it changes until like your mid twenties. Like I just want to normalize everything that you're feeling. Cause it, it, yeah, it's normal. How can you tell the difference? I want to be careful with this because like, I certainly never want to, I don't know. I never want to minimize someone's experience. And I think we've all, I don't know if Topher has had this, so maybe I'm projecting a little bit, but we've, I've definitely had a lot of experiences and I've talked to people about same sex attraction and they're like, Oh, like it's just a phase. You're going to grow out of it. Like Mm. it's just, and I never want this to come off as that. Like, could it be a phase? Sure. Could it not be a phase? Sure. Um, But I think like, I don't know, like, for me, I would look at like 
the consistency of things. Like for me, I knew I was same sex attracted because it just wasn't like one person or two people that I was like developing feelings. It was like pretty consistently with like one specific type of like personality type or one specific kind of, I don't know the way the word I'm looking for, like look, I guess like the certain type of like look and style of a person. Like I would consistently find people like this attractive over like multiple years and multiple people. So then I was like, okay, there's probably something more going on than just, you know, I'm confused or, you know, it's just this one person. Right. So like, I think for the second, the second question, the girl was saying, it's only this girl that I feel this way about. And like, am I confused? Am I same sex attracted? Well, I think you you can explore what that friendship means to you. Like, what about that girl, like, brings up certain feelings? Like, the, the question wasn't really clear. Like, is there sexual feelings there? Is there, like, feelings of attraction? Is there just feelings with, of intimacy? Uh, feelings of closeness, like what are the feelings and what is that trying to tell you? Because I do think that culture doesn't always do the best job of showing that like you can be intimate and you can have close relationships. And I don't know, maybe for females it's different, but I know for males, like we're not really taught that close, like really close intimacy can be a thing. And like emotional closeness can be a thing without like minus a romantic scenario going on. Um, yeah. So that can definitely be there. And yeah, so I, I would just kind of explore those feelings. Like, you know, what about this person? Is it, is it that, you know, I'm just really close to her and I want to be her friend and I want to imitate her and I want to, you know, whatever. Um, is there some codependency going on in that relationship? I mean, she this the second question, right, was saying that this was for the long time the only female friendship that she had. So maybe there's something going on there. Like, I don't know. Is it hard for you to find female friendships? You're saying now that you have more female friendships. So there's like, it's very nuanced, right? And I think that obviously this podcast isn't going to answer all of your questions. I really do encourage you to do some exploring of like kind of questioning those feelings as they come up as a teenager your hormones are are doing all of the things and you can you know there's been studies that women men can be uh, aroused by things that they're not necessarily attracted to and we can kind of confuse arousal for attraction I don't know if I'm sharing a lot. I don't know if that makes sense. Topher, help me unpack this. It's pretty clear that that this is a confusing time for you guys. And and honestly, I would just I think Thomas gave some great tips just in terms of like distinguishing, you know, the difference between friendship, the difference between codependency, um, the nuances of attraction versus just arousal or just something being special. 
So these are also all like important things to consider. Um, I would like just fundamentally advise that like us saying like same sex attracted, and maybe this is something that I've like come, my convictions become more clearer in more recent times, but like us saying, okay, I'm same sex attracted is not quite the equivalent of just saying, okay, yeah, like I'm gay or I'm bisexual or um, uh, I'm a lesbian or I'm transgender or, or whatever in terms of like how clear of a label it is. To me, it's, we're not, this is, or else, I mean, why don't we just identify and maybe some of you guys do, um, but then why don't we just say, okay, yeah, I'm gay or or whatever. Um, I think for me, the term same-sex attracted is useful because it's just very, it's very uh, like to the point in terms of attracted to the same sex. And that doesn't need to necessarily be like a label or identifier. And it sounds like both of you are searching maybe for like whether this should be a label that you should attach to yourself in terms of like, am I quote unquote same sex attracted? I don't think you need to do that. Like, and I also think labeling at a young age, to me, I sometimes think does more harm than good because mm. it stops the freedom from continuing. It stops the actually cool moment in your life where everything is up for grabs and like, who knows what, where you're going to end up and who knows what you think and what you like or whatever. And And once we start placing more and more labels, then that process can be restricted and maybe guided or encouraged to be like, okay, I've decided I'm same-sex attracted. Now, you, as a guy, you may say, okay, I'm same-sex attracted now. I've decided that. And, you know, in a couple years, you may have a really special friendship with a, a girl, which actually could have been maybe romantic, um, which is neither a good or a bad thing. It's just a thing. And But because previously you'd given yourself this label, this strong label of, okay, no, I'm same-sex attracted, this is who I am, then you may be turned off then to the new experiences because you've already decided what you like. And I think it's quite early on in your teenage years, especially to decide what you like and what you don't like, because who knows, it could change. And that's not me saying, okay, it's just a phase because I definitely was told that like Thomas in the in my teenage years. It, instead of saying it's just a phase, I'm saying this is a transitionary exciting period and like where we can maybe let's not be fixated on these labels. So for instance, to you um, in the Philippines, maybe you've had feelings of attraction towards the same sex. Does that make you quote unquote same sex attracted? I guess in those situations, yes, but that doesn't define you. If it's helpful to have that label of, okay, that no, that was something that really did happen, then great. But if that's something that you don't really need, then don't don't apply the label. Um, and same for our girl as well. Like, sure. I mean, it does sound like maybe, maybe you are um attracted to your to your best friend and 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 she and that was a really special friendship for you, and that was to you felt definitely more than a friendship. So yeah, like maybe that was same-sex attraction. Uh, does that mean now, okay, you've got this, that's it, you're done? Like, no, I think I think sexuality is way more fluid than that. So Exactly. Um, yeah. I just wanted to kind of leave off with it that, you know, we should, I feel like we should be slow to 
labeling, yeah. especially where our culture is moving forward to now. I, yeah. I think, um, why, why limit, you know? Yeah. I, that that's such a great question. Like I'm always like, I think that's something that I'm even now kind of questioning is like, why are we so like, why are we so keen or so like needing a label? <laughs> yeah. Like what about, I, I think part of it could be like, okay, I'm experiencing these things and now having this label, I can name it. And now I know what these things are. So like, in a sense, there's, there's some relief that comes with a label, right? Like, oh, like yeah. I have this, 100%. this, this weird feelings. What is it? I don't know. Am I strange? Am I weird? And then all of a sudden when you have a name to it or a label, you understand what it is. And then you also can have like a community of people who are experiencing the same thing and have common language. Mm -hmm. But I almost wonder if like, it could also be a gentleman to like, try to do that too quickly, you know? And like, I don't know, like for me as a teenager, I still wasn't, although I knew I was same sex attracted, like I definitely had attraction to like men and things like that. Like I was really hesitant until I was like 18, 19 to really talk about like, whether or not that was a defining feature. And until I thought like, okay, this is keeps coming up. Like it obviously is something, you know? And so it's just hard. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I, and again, like, like Topher said, I just want to conclude like sexuality is so fluid. Like anyone can be attracted to anyone given the right circumstances. Like just never say never, <laughs> you know? And like, just because you're attracted to one female doesn't necessarily mean that you're a lesbian or same-sex attracted or whatever. It could just mean, hey, I'm attracted to this one female, and you can unpack that if you want to, or you can just move on if you want to. Like, I don't know. I just don't feel like there's a pressure to like really, like, especially at 18, 19. Like, you don't need to have it all figured out. Like, I'm 27, and I still don't have all of my sexuality all of my things. I'm 27, married, about to have a kid, do all of the things. I still don't think I have all of my sexuality stuff figured out. And like, I probably never will. And if you have it all figured out at such a young age, life becomes so boring. Like, I don't know. You can, there's a lot of room for exploration and nuance. I do think this is maybe where conversations are moving forward to. So that's why I wanted to dwell on it for a second is that, um, is I think earlier on in maybe the noughties like um 20 years ago the label the act of like labeling yourself was really freeing um because it gave like you said it gave security um it gives kind of closure um it's just helpful and helpful identifier um I feel like we're moving into a place where um where the labels are kind of dissolving a bit um both in culture but then I think also it can be helpful from a framework within faith mm. because um because I think within faith like there isn't really like it kind of within the Bible as well. There isn't really like this identifier of like, you are like this, um, like that's who you are and that's how God made you. Like the Bible really only talks about it as like 
acts or um like or things that we do and so so i think sometimes we can actually it can be helpful for me like in the framework of faith that okay if sexuality is more fluid then what does that mean for my faith i think it actually means that like i don't know i just have i have more options um there is like less control there's less like defining things and my identity is then i think more easily found in like being um god's child as opposed to in strong labels mm. so i think for me yes i guess i could say i'm same sex attracted because i am attracted to the same sex but actually um like thomas was saying like it's just a figuring out process so um so your like confusions in your teen years is a normal thing and you'll probably still stay a bit confused so and that's fine you don't you don't need the closure of an answer um like let's just continue working things out and having new relationships and seeing what things are like you know because i think that to me sounds a lot more like freedom in christ as opposed to like then coming up with a strong label and having to deal with the repercussions of that but yeah cool well i guess that's what we have time for today that's what we have time for today you know we i appreciate us diving into this question a little bit you know thank you guys for listening thank you guys for continually like you know supporting us and allowing for the longer hiatuses and rate us on your podcast things if you want to leave a comment leave a review send us an email um we just got an email recently um a couple weeks ago and man it was so encouraging so thank you you know who you are thank you for sending that email and uh please continue the engagement um it helps Topher and I not feel like we're speaking into the void. As we always are. As we always are. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see you guys soon. Bye, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Home From Home. We'd love to hear your questions. Please submit through the link in the description. Home From Home is sponsored by Strength and Weakness Ministries, a Christian organization that helps to bridge the gap between the Christian community and the LGBTQ community through awareness, education, and support. For more info and resources, go to strengthandweakness.org.